welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chapo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chapo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto related. But hold on tight, my friends, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh no, we're here to rock the world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the, the ever-evolving world of crypto. We'll explore the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode the secret messages hidden in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapel. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe even have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the pod. This is Crypto Chat with Chapo, episode number 385. We're rocking and rolling today on December 1st, 2023. Do we have a lot to talk about today? I think that would be a fair assessment. Bitcoin today is looking mighty, mighty spicy, up 1.1%. And if you look at that seven-day chart, I mean, it is a almost a straight arrow up. These are the kind of things that we're typically looking at when it comes to crypto, these giant green candle days or last few days. In the last seven days, we're only up 1.4%. However, if you look at the last, you know, 24 hours, you know, we're up almost 3% trading at nearly 40,000, which is a big number. This 38 thousand mark is a mark that we desperately want to get past you know i would certainly be on the side of saying that the bear market is pretty much over now what we typically see in the market at this time is as we move a little bit closer to the very end of the year we do usually see a bit of a sell-off, tax harvesting, whatever you may call it. You know, maybe selling tokens at a loss here, then you can claim those, you know, as losses. You know, I'm not a tax expert. I'm not trying. This is definitely, definitely not financial advice. I am a financial doofus. I believe that is the sentiment the December sell-offs seem to be a really normal thing or a real thing. And then often we do see a bounce right after that setup. So if you would go back to our lows, you know, in this bear market, when we dropped down to the 15s in 2022, November with the FTX scandal, we did you know, drop down to 15, 
we did some bouncing up and down, but we never hit that 15 again. But once we came back to January, I think it was like the second week of January, things really start to pop off and we had a great spring and then, you know, a mediocre-ish summer as I really was all over the place and probably said at least three times I was done with the market and then three times I was back in the market. That's just the way crypto is, unfortunately. And probably late summer is when I really started to come to terms with that we are starting to at least front run two things. One, the Bitcoin ETF, which I think I just saw recently that that window for the ETF approval, January 5th to the 10th, somewhere in there. Coming off that news, and I think that news was just re released today, we've seen a strong rebound in the Bitcoin price as we are just trying to claw our way back to that 40K mark and hopefully launch from there. I'm, I'm not 100% certain, of course, because I don't have a crystal ball, there probably will be some sort of pullback, but... But that could be a high-risk way to look at things because we don't know for sure if it would be a pullback because of the ETF chance for approval. Now, if that approval gets rejected, then that is going to be bad news for the crypto market, at least for the short term. I still think... As we roll into the halving, which somewhere maybe April, May, possibly June, but I think it'll probably be before that. You know, the halving historically has been a positive thing for Bitcoin price action. Ethereum is likely to get also an ETF approval. And once that starts to happen, I really think that there will be, you know, some baskets of other tokens that, that enter that wheelhouse and likely to make the number go up for a lot of tokens, not financial advice. BNB looking decent at uh, 229. Surprisingly, I kind of thought they would really, really tank kind of hard after CZ but apparently that's not the case. A lot of people in Asia use Binance Smart Chain. And I think by CZ stepping away, regulators are allowing that ecosystem to flourish, even though I think, you know, having some strong eyes on that is probably maybe not the best thing. Who knows? I'm just the, the village idiot. Solana looking strong, of course, at $60. I talked about Solana and you know, why I think that that might be a really good play, even though I don't own it. The market cap is at $25 billion. It could go much higher. A 10 time for Solana, anything's possible. It, it could certainly follow the Ethereum path, which would be great if you hold Solana. Great if you hold some of those NFTs. I just, I'm just unsure if Solana will feel the impact of FTX selling 
tokens. There's a lot of things that, that really are left unknown at this point. Cardano at 38 cents. We saw Cardano go up to three something in the last bull run. You know, that's a 10 time from here. Could it go higher? I mean, anything's possible if ETF gets approval and retail comes in. That's certainly possible. Not a huge fan of Cardano, even though I used to be. I, you know, I haven't messed with the chain in a while. Maybe it has made a big difference and is useful to use and, and can handle high volume. When I ditched on Cardano, it could not. Maybe things have changed. Doge looking strong at eight cents. I do think Doge will probably hit the all time highs again. Could it hit a dollar? I think absolutely it could hit a dollar. Tron at 10 cents. A little worried about Tron. There's been some talk about Tron. And this could be just FUD. It could be fake news. But a little talk about Tron and Justin Sun maybe doing some shady things. I can tell you that if they are, that eventually that's going to come back to haunt them. And you can just ask CZ about that. Link looking wonders, wonderful at $14.99. Link is an excellent buy. Do not own any Link. But it seems to be, it's going to be a linchpin, I believe, for crypto and traditional markets. Avalanche, same thing. Looking strong at 22 Matic, 79 cents. Matic was up around $3 at some point. I think it could get there. Is it worth my time at going to $3? Could it do a 10 time? Eh, it could. I, I'm not crazy about Matic, but once again, who knows? You can't predict exactly what is going to happen. Shiba Inu is up just a smidge. Shiba could do... I mean, if it gets to all-time highs, we're talking... We are talking into that 50 billion market cap again. Is that, you know, that's another 10, 12 time from here. I think when we, when I, this, this episode's called strategy. And, and what I meant my strategy or what I would be telling myself if I had, if I had my experience now and I was getting into crypto these would be the things that I would kind of say as a strategy, but you know, Caspa is looking strong. I think Caspa can go way, way, way higher. It's at 13 cents. You know, I've talked about Caspa since it's been about two or three cents. I think it's a great buy. Don't own any myself, but I do think it's a, a good buy and is likely to go much higher. Now, Aptos at seven, I don't know why, but that's doing well. I do think near protocol is going to do well and i think rose is going to do well rose has really been running oasis that's a has a privacy chain sapphire rose is trading for about eight cents i think the all-time high for rose was around 50 cents perhaps i'd have to go back and look i think rose could do definitely do 50 cents or more maybe even much higher than that. I think it's a good chain. I think there's some big brains working on it. But once again, nobody can read the future. So it is what it is. 
let's talk about the strategies. What we see a lot of people doing right now, and we have been seeing people do since the summer, really since spring was, was chasing these meme coin narratives, the telegram bot narratives. And I think it's really important to try to catch onto those. What we will see is people getting their positions on the meme coins ahead of big money or retail, the normies coming in. And you might be a normie now. Normally, a normie would be simply someone who's really hasn't taken the time to really learn and understand the space. I was a normie at one point, and you know, maybe in some sense I am, except that I know probably too much for my own good. The normies are going to want to chase the coins that the influencers are pumping. And there is money to be made there. If you are waiting to enter, and remember, this is me with my experience talking to a, a parallel universe, me who hasn't been trading for the last three or so years and following the space. I would be telling myself, you know, you can get some meme, meme coins if you want to probably get the best return on your dollar it would be look for the meme coins that are probably not trading on a DEX yet. Now that isn't completely true. Your, your money was made for like Pepe. When I talked about Pepe, when we were at 3 million market cap and it ran up to 1.7 billion, that huge run up, the money was made. The real money was made once that token hit an exchange. And it's, and it's super easy to buy. And what I mean by super easy, sign up for a, an account on a centralized exchange like Binance or Coinbase or KuCoin or any of the other ones, Mexi, whatever it may be. There's a risk there, but it's easy. It's easy to do. It's easy to trade. You don't really have to learn the nuances of MetaMask or browser or trading on chain. When you buy on chain prior to the normies or the people that haven't learned that skill, you're getting in at a better price. You then have to take advantage of that and take your profits. So I would tell myself, learn how to trade on chain, learn how to use MetaMask, Rabi Wallet, Rainbow Wallet. Uniswap has a wallet now. Coinbase has a wallet now. Use how learn how to use those what we call Web three DApps, which would be you know like a Uniswap or a Pancake Swap, something where you can trade a token that has a contract online that you can look up and trade it right on chain as opposed to trading it on a centralized exchange. There is much greater risk doing that. Speaking from experience, you will buy rugs, you will buy tokens that are going to go to zero. You will buy scams. That is the nature of crypto. You have to accept that as a reality. And it might take you this whole bull run to figure it out. You might go from putting in a thousand dollars 
$100, $500, whatever, running that up to multiple X's and then losing all of it. If you can't accept that as a, as a risk, you don't belong here, period. If you don't see this as a giant gamble, you don't belong here. It's high risk, high reward, can be stressful, can consume your entire life. It can be something you do almost every waking moment. And that may sound insane, but if you really love the stuff, it just becomes something that you do, that you actually enjoy looking at charts, looking at different tokens, trying to understand the protocols. That's the other piece where I would say strategy-wise, it's really, really important for you to become skilled at to understanding what makes a project look appealing to others. And sometimes it's the dumbest things ever. The meme coins, they're just stupid funny. And there's not a good reason. If it's really stupid and inappropriate and it makes you laugh, chances are it makes, it's going to make other people laugh and by nature want to buy. That's the way it works. There is a risk to that. There's a risk to all of it. If you are really focusing on those meme coins, you might miss the next big blue chip protocol. You might miss something being built on Arbitrum or Near because you're not looking for those tokens. So a good strategy here is to get on x i mean that is honestly the best place you can go right now it can be toxic it can be inappropriate it could be offensive however it can also offer you some great insight on what people are looking at what you want to do is look for the little bit smaller accounts you know accounts from 500 followers to, you know, four to five to 7,000, somewhere in there. That's a pretty small account. You know, I have a little over 2,000 on X myself as followers. You want to look for those types of accounts because typically those are not the accounts that are trying to get you to buy a token just so they can sell it and make a profit. Now, there may be some like that for sure, but I, I have found that those smaller accounts tend to be the kind of individuals that really want to help others. Find those accounts. It's not that hard when you start looking. Look about the things they're posting. Are they posting things not related to crypto? That is a good sign. Are they making jokes? Do they have inside jokes with other accounts? Those are the things that you want to look for. Are they engaging with other X accounts, or are they simply saying, buy this token, buy this token, or this is going to the moon. Now, there's nothing wrong with pumping your own bags, if you will, or trying to convince others to buy. There's nothing wrong with that. But to do that with the sole intention of getting a bunch of suckers so you can dump on them is not the kind of account that you want to follow. And typically, you can figure that out on chain, not always. That's just a skill that you'll have to develop to know how to look at Etherscan or look at the Binance Chain Explorer or Near Explorer, Arbitrum's Explorer. 
optimism, pick your chain. And usually you can kind of get a good idea who is saying, buy this. And then you see a massive dump. You, you, you know who those people are. Look for the wholesome accounts that are talking about Twitter, that are also talking about funny things or frustrations in their life or, you know, hey, I mowed the lawn today. Let's take a look at this. It looks cool. Honestly, those are the best accounts to be following. That's what I would tell myself. And that's what I'm telling you. Thanks you for joining me today on this episode of Crypto Chat with Chapo. As always, be in the present moment, be in the here and now. And now is one of the best times for you to start learning. Figure out this crypto space. Figure out if this is something you want to take a risk on. Maybe it'll work out. Maybe it won't. Hopefully we all make it, but we know we all won't. Until next time, this has been Chapo. Have an amazing And that concludes another electrifying episode of Crypto Chat with Chapo. Thank you all for tuning in and joining me on this wild journey through the crypto cosmos. Remember, none of the content we discussed here is financial advice, so always conduct your own due diligence. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay connected with crypto community, be sure to hit that subscribe button and follow me on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow me on Twitter at EL underscore Chapo underscore GB. Together, we'll continue to unravel the mysteries of blockchain and cover new opportunities and share excitement for all things crypto. As always, keep those wallets secure, those private keys safe, and may your crypto portfolio thrive in the ever-changing market. Until next time, this is Chapo signing off. Stay edgy, stay informed, and stay crypto. Cheers.